it's interesting that so people are just you know getting things back together now but you know i think and i think along those lines like it's 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 like veterinary medicine we had a we had issues prior to covid right i think the, the general issues prior to covid and then covid just exacerbated that because we're working hard in addition to those issues so yeah yeah so so what would what would be your advice to someone in the vet profession at this point struggling struggling with work-life balance struggling with um you know just the stress of uh, before it was the number of patients and now it's some angry clients that are coming back at us well, what would you suggest yeah gosh well that's a loaded question if i <laughs> um where do i start you know, it's true. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Those are the big things that we're dealing with right now, right? We've got this exorbitant caseload, you know, blame the pandemic puppies or the COVID kittens or whatever you want. Like there's never been so much demand for veterinary care. And then we also have the extra added stress of we're, we don't have enough staff to keep up, right? And unfortunately, it feels like, at least I'm hearing anecdotally and I'm seeing in some of my colleagues that we are having a lot of people who are choosing to leave the profession like they're just they're feeling burnt out they're done they want to pursue something different then you add on a pandemic um, which was kind of the snowstorm that started this all and I think everyone is just at their wits end right now you know um, there's no predictability anymore Um, everybody is feeling anxious with this lack of control over our surroundings and everything we're dealing with. And so, you know, clients' emotions are running high, especially when they're in situations where they can't be with their pet because of COVID related restrictions or whatever it might be, Um, you know, where they're having a hard time even getting in to see a vet, or this is like the third vet they've called, or they were just at emergency and emergency turned them away. So now they've showed up at your practice, you know, um, it's just astronomical. And I, I'm definitely hearing that more now than ever before that pet owners are frustrated and they're much more, they're, you know, getting angry much more easily and much more quickly. And so if we just, you know, focus on that and we leave the other issues behind, um, I do think that there definitely are some strategies that we can use to sort of temper the emotions of the clients um, when things are heating up. And, you know, if there's one thing I would tell people, it's to really build your empathy muscle. And I know it's hard when we're in really tough times. It's like, I I don't have sympathy for all of these people that got these pets and, you know, didn't think about, you know, veterinary care or, you know, owners that got pets and then, you know, didn't think of how much it might cost if they needed to have pet care. Um, when we're feeling burnt out, um, cynicism is one of the first you know, signs that we're feeling that way. And so I think oftentimes then our empathy skills go out the window. Um, But anytime I've got a client in front of me that's angry, frustrated, um, showing some emotion that really seems like it is um, exaggerated or out of context for the situation, what the situation calls for, I try and put myself in their shoes because inevitably that anger stems from something underlying. Are they scared? 
you know, that they can't be with their pet and, and what might happen while they're not there. Are they embarrassed because they, you know, didn't bring their pet in sooner and now it looks like their pet's really sick? Or, you know, are they, you know, embarrassed because they can't afford to pay for whatever it is that you're telling them they need to pay for, whatever it might be. But if you can step into their shoes and empathize with their situation, it can make a huge world of difference. So, you know, the um, social workers, they always talk about name it to tame it, right? So if you can name a person's emotion, either you yourself or someone else's, it really helps to bring the emotion down. So a way of expressing empathy is to identify what a person is feeling. So an owner is getting super pissed off and yelling at you and you can say, look, I I can see that you're really angry right now. And I can imagine how frustrated you are having you know gone to three other clinics before showing up here. Right. So even if you're way off base and they're like, no, I'm just pissed off because I got a parking ticket, you know, or whatever it is, um, they have the opportunity to correct you. And either way, it allows them to feel seen and heard. And that is typically all they want when they're, you know, puffing up their chest and, you know, raising their voice and that sort of thing. So if you can allow that to happen in the form of empathy, then that will often you know, really bring things down. What doesn't help is to try and, you know, speak over them or, you know, telling them to calm down, you know, when in the history of ever telling someone to calm down, have they ever calmed down, you know? So, um, you know, I, I can't tell you. So I recently stepped back into practice after taking some time off after having my baby and focusing on my wellness endeavors. And a lot of what I was doing on emergency was talking with owners who, you know, they called the emergency team, I don't know, three or four times before getting a call back. They'd had blood work done 10 days ago. Nobody had followed up with them. So I was dealing with all of these pet owners and let me tell you, they were pissed. And I, every single one, I would say to them, you have every right to be angry. And if I was in your situation, I would be frustrated as well. And all I can do is tell you that we're doing the best we can. This is the state of veterinary medicine today is we have a massive shortage of supply to meet the demand that pet owners you know, are asking of us right now. So all I can tell you is that I am so sorry that you've been waiting this long. You know, apologize for whatever it is that needs apologizing for. Own it. Recognize it. And, you know, what, what can I do from this point forward to, you know, make this right or, you know, to, um, you know, support our relationship moving forward. If this is a client, obviously that you're going to have an ongoing relationship with, it's a little bit different in general practice than emergency, obviously, because you do have those relationships longer term, but that's the best advice I would give for those disgruntled pet owners. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent.